folks and welcome to episode 20 of nature therapy online now the topic today that i want to talk about is a topic that a lot of people find upsetting or distressing or perhaps morbid because I think that dog's a little bit unhappy about the topic that's to come, what do you think? Because I want to talk today a little bit about death in nature. And that includes us, because we're a part of nature as well. But it isn't only about us. So, I'm stood here. Well, I was stood until a second ago. just underneath a big old yew tree but usually in this graveyard that I'm in which might not be as a surprise to you considering the topic um, it's usually completely quiet completely dead if you pardon the pun but um, actually a few visitors just came so I moved over a little bit and as you can hear all of a sudden there's the there's the river the same river that we visited a few um, weeks ago, actually. So I'm actually going to go a little bit closer to the river and I will speak up a little bit so that you can hear me. Take the dog down here. Come on, Yoro, this way. Come on. My plan was to look over some graves, perhaps, and I might do that in a short while, but What I'd like to do is just take a little walk and talk about death a little bit. How afraid in the West we are to talk about the most natural thing that happens to us as human beings. I think, personally, I became a lot happier in my life when I spent a little bit of time each day contemplating the fact that like everything else in nature I'm going to die rather than pushing it away and being afraid of it. Now obviously this is a topic that is not for everybody at every time you know especially if we're perhaps unwell or you know we're facing an illness or we're suffering a bereavement so you know I totally understand that there's people who don't want to you know engage with this topic at this time I'm sure there are well there have been times in my life that I couldn't have you know listened to this but I guess you know there are other times in our lives where it might be a a good thing to to contemplate death a little bit more. I guess it all depends where we are in life and what, you know, what's going on for us. But here I am, I've moved 
behind the graveyard and the yew trees are incredible here. They, there's an old stone wall, really old stone wall behind the, gra behind the graveyard. And there must be, say, 20 yew trees. I don't know how old these are. There's one I'm looking up at now that's almost certainly dead itself. The bark has left, it's leaning over. I'm going to move over now and touch its dry branches. And alongside it there are a lot of living yew trees. And yew trees have been the symbol of death in graveyards in the UK anyway for centuries, maybe even thousands of years. There's a lot of folklore around death and yew trees and how they're perhaps a gateway to another world, another realm, another place. They're beautiful. And what I consider when I look at this yew tree and how its, how its branches are leaning over, how some of its branches have broken off, is how they're becoming part of the earth underneath my feet again. So it's starting to spring new life. And this cycle is, you know, basic, very basic science, but it's also, I think, a beautiful thing to reflect on spiritually. I want you to listen to that sound, the fallen leaves, the autumn leaves, because down here behind the graveyards, behind the yew trees, I'm in this small little you know, secret woodlands where not many people come and it's just completely covered with fallen leaves. But somehow we don't necessarily mourn for all of the fallen leaves that are becoming part of the earth and have a strong reaction to them in the way that we might have a strong reaction say if we or if I was to all of a sudden stumble over for example a dead deer or a dead dog I would be devastated I would be shocked I would be horrified to some degree you know even though in a way it's part of this big amazing cycle you know becoming part of the earth again you know I'm sure somebody would pick it up and fetch it away maybe but you know to, you know perhaps some birds would come down and eat make use of the corpses but all the same I would find it a really morbid sight because I guess I would identify with it and that identification would then make me think about my own death somewhere deep down even if I was conscious of it or not. And yet getting over those thoughts and acknowledging how frightening they are and coming out in nature and looking at how death is actually everywhere. I mean, it's in all of these leaves. 
underneath my feet that you can hear. It's in the yew tree leaning over. There's a huge broken old tree in front of me. And it's huge, you know, the, that tree, I don't know if it was a, it looks like it was maybe a beech tree. I mean, that, that might have lived for a hundred years, I don't know. But I'm looking at how it's broken off at the roots and I'm seeing the, I'm seeing the potential for home, for little creatures. There's a lot of voles that live around here. I love voles and they seem to burrow everywhere and make nests wherever they can. My imagination is starting to, starting to play with that. I'm looking at this broken down tree and wondering what's living in there? Because you can guarantee that there are animals living in there, whether it's, whether it's as big as a vole or some insects. It's created a home for someone. Hey, Euro. Euro's back. He's wondering why I'm talking to myself in the woods. He's often wondering that, aren't you, Euro? Just taking another little stroll here. Maybe you would like to take a bit of silent time for a moment and think about the cycle of life and death and how nature shows it to us but also how nature shows us how everything has changed and when we can embrace that change that's when life can become really special and really magical because if we look at the symbols of death that are all around us everywhere, all the time, the sights of death in nature and the rejuvenation that comes from it, somehow it points to how precious this moment is. You know, this fleeting life that we have. And we can choose to be frightened of that or we can choose to take a moment to look at our bodies, hold our hand up in front of our face and go, wow, how did this happen? Where did I come from? And I don't have answers to these questions and I don't want them either. But it does make me, it does make me reflect on how this moment that I'm living right here, right now, is not forever. This fresh air I can breathe here on this gorgeous planet is not forever. It's a, it's a moment. In the grand scheme of the universe, we're here for a very short time and yet we spend so much of that time worrying about nonsense about who said this and who said that and what does this person think of me and I wish I'd have done more when I was younger 
Or where's my life going? What have I done with my life? I used to do a lot of that. I think it's a really normal way of thinking. And I still do a bit of it now, to be honest. More than I'd like. But when I do, I come back to this reflection. I might look out for little signs of death in nature. And choose to see it as a beautiful reminder of this magical, special life that I've been given, whether deliberately or accidentally, whatever your beliefs are. It's a gift. And you know, a lot of things change and move, perhaps. We have a spirit and that's recycled somehow. I don't know what your beliefs are around rebirth or reincarnation or anything like that but you don't need to have any beliefs in that you just need to have a basic belief in in science even just to see how death becomes life again how nothing disappears everything changes and evolves Europe Sorry folks, my dog's gone off to make friends with people again in the graveyard. Come on, Yoro. Come on, love, we're talking about death over here. There you go. I knew you'd like that. Come on. I suppose just before we finish this episode slowly, I wanted to come and look at a gravestone that I've not looked at before. See, this graveyard where I'm at, in Temple, in Midlothian, it's a pretty special place. There are some old ruins of the Knights Templars, main temple in Scotland here. These ruins go back about a thousand years old. And there's all kinds of really interesting and strange graves here. But I thought I would, you know, maybe take a look at one and just for a moment, not necessarily in a, in a morbid way, not in a morbid way at all, just have a little look, consider the life that that person had. Consider the gifts that they had, just like me and just like you. Elizabeth Cumming died 28th of January, 1850, aged 75. That's what it says here. This big old stone covered in lichen surrounded by tall grass she had a husband called David Fairley and children Janet Thomas Helen and Janet another Janet okay looks like one Dan Janet died really young and another one 
was named after her maybe in her honour. I wonder what Elizabeth's ties were around here, what she did. I wonder what part of nature she liked to be part, part of or to be sitting with. Where she would come if she was from this area, I'm assuming she was. I wonder if Janet took time and moment or Helen and all of the people who um, honour him with this gravestone took time to, to do just what I'm doing now and what I hope you're doing right now as well, which is just appreciate being here and being alive right now. Just do that for a moment. Let's be silent and listen to this river in the distance, how it's moving and changing, just like you and me. Let's take a moment of silence to enjoy being alive. I want you to, when you go for a walk this week, look for any little symbols of death that you find. I can see as simple as a fallen leaf. And let it remind you when your mind is full of stresses and worries, that these stresses and worries are irrelevant. The distractions from life. We have this precious gift and we should use it, we should acknowledge it, be with it, through the sound of the wind, the feeling of the air against the skin, the colours that we see, the things we can touch. That's my invitation to you. And I do invite you to do that if you feel in a good place to be exploring this topic because it's a difficult topic and as I said before, it's not for everyone at every moment, at every time in our lives. But for some of us, it may be the right moment to start to find a way to be more comfortable with this natural process that we all go through. And that's me for this episode, folks. I want to say thank you for listening. And I want to just invite you to enjoy nature and enjoy being alive, being alive. Enjoy silence. Enjoy your week, folks. Thank you for tuning in. 
and if you want to leave comments or reviews or ratings wherever you listen to your podcasts I would really appreciate that and I would also love to hear from you I'd love to hear your ideas for upcoming shows and I would like to like to hear what you think of the episode so far take care folks that's me for now and I will see you next week bye bye Visit me online at naturetherapyonline.net